Alright, what's going on guys? Matt here, the host of the Roadie Strength Podcast. I am the owner and physical therapist at Strength Sport PT. Tonight we have a repeat guest, our first repeat, Tim Ferraro. How are we doing? Good man, how are you? Good. Hey, we uh we got Miller Lights. This podcast is sponsored by Miller Light. Cheers, Cheers. brother. <laughs> Uh, we are in the Strength Dojo right now. Shout out to Strength Dojo. Shout out John and John. Uh, running a great uh, PT slash fighting style training um, center here. Uh, they graciously let us use their masks. We just did an hour of jujitsu. Tim choked me out probably 50 times. <laughs> My neck's a little stiff right now. Um, but I'm over it. You know, it's, that's what it takes to get better. Just keep at it. Um, so we got a couple topics we want to go over tonight. Uh, big thing we want to talk about is mindset training mindset yeah so uh let's get right into it well let me ask you this how did how did rolls go tonight tim how'd you feel with that how did what go the rolls good man it was a lot of fun um it's always cool when you're doing jujitsu and there's certain things that you want to continuously like try to work on Mm -hmm. so it's not always like choke 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 or submit submit um it's cool to see things or learn things and try to, you know, put it into application. So, yeah, from my side of things, obviously, I'm not at the point where like I'm still very, very new at it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not at the point where I know very many submissions. Yeah. But I know a lot of defense. Yeah, and so, well, I mean that's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean that's like um, right chain over elevate. That's the first <laughs> thing they preach. Like you got to know defense. You need to know defense better than offense in the very beginning. That's yeah. important for a white belt. So like when we were rolling, I'm like trying to remember like going through my head like all the escapes all the techniques I know and uh, I'm still new at the sport so like the things are kind of like playing in slow motion in my head which makes like me kind of move in slow motion almost yeah but like some things are starting to click a little faster <laughs> which is good so I, I know that I'm learning it's becoming like almost, almost like second nature a little bit yeah and also too this is what we had talked about a few Sundays ago when we were driving to brunch where yeah. um, it's amazing how in the middle of you know having someone on top of you trying to choke you're trying to submit you all of the different scenarios that mm-hmm. play in your head but in the matter of a split second you choose one yeah and that's what we talked about where it's for example if someone has you inside control um and they and they start to attack the or let's say mount someone has you in mount and they start to attack the neck or they start to attack the arms um there's a lot of different w- ways of defense where you can get out of that and so it's interesting where, um, and this is what you had said, you feel the same way, and I'm sure everyone that does some sort of combat sport or any sport in general sees scenarios, and you don't realize the, the amount of scenarios, again, that you mm. know, and then in a split second, you just pick one. I think that's really interesting of how the mind works so fast, and you can just make a split decision like that. A hundred percent. And like the ones that I know well, they come to me really quickly. Yeah. But then when those aren't working, like let's say like you had, I was in half guard mm-hmm. at one point tonight and I was trying to get around you to, to get into side control and you had my leg locked in there pretty well and there was a technique they taught at South Boston Jiu-Jitsu where you go. Uh, last time I dropped in, which was two Sundays ago, about like the leg shake maneuver. I, I don't know if you knew I was trying to do that. I did, I did. And I was, and I was like, I'm forgetting something. I know the leg shake. I know I'm, I have the underhook on your arm. Forehead to the ground. Opposite. You know what's funny? You kept telling me that, and Ruben kept telling me that when I was there. Forehead to the ground. Opposite. So 
when you had me inside, your head was on the the wrong side. Yeah. And your head was up, so mm-hmm. it was easy for me to frame you. Yeah. You switch sides, plant the forehead on the ground, and that's almost like a base as well. Mm. So. I, I know. I felt like I'm like I'm. Not, I don't feel like I'm in that tripod position that I need to be in. Something is missing, mm-hmm. and it was like a crucial piece because I couldn't. I, yeah. The leg shake was doing nothing other than just shaking my leg, and just, and I feel like you knew what I was doing at that point. Yeah, so, yeah. so you're like, all right, I know what to defend here. Yep. But that that's part of the reason why I love it. It's a puzzle. Yes. Like every situation is a puzzle, and there might be different pieces that could fit that will work. Yep. And you have to decide which ones uh, you're gonna do, and the other person might know. Which sure. one are you going to do? And then kind of counter that. Um, there, was a, there was another position. Um, I'm blanking now. But actually, something you brought up earlier, when I did visit South Boston Jiu-Jitsu, I just want to let the audience know about we had a great brunch right oh after that. Gosh. We had a great brunch. You <laughs> took me to Lola's? Layla's? Lulu's. Lulu's. Great food there. Um, great service. Uh, interesting community vibe. We walked in. I, so I had no idea. And I don't want to get too far off track here. I had no idea that this was the day where it was a um, drag show. And we walked in. Um, and the hostess was like, oh, you guys here for the show? And we we're like, what show? I looked to my left. And it's just um, silicone tits and wigs and twerking and it was <laughs> loud it was, music it was it was so entertaining to watch it was it was <laughs> and the, the commentator um they were making jokes and it was it was funny yeah and, and when he says silicone tits like literal tits are out yes tits are out yes, yes. <laughs> might as well have been a strip club at that point <laughs> yeah. and then and then the uh the the bartender because we sat at the bar it comes over with Two shots of Montenegro for us, and he was like, Great. "I bet you guys yeah. were expecting to have a uh, quiet brunch with yeah. two shots of Montenegro on the house." Montenegro, by the way, great. Yeah, it was very good. smooth. Yeah, it was we'll good. definitely have that again. I forgot that name of it. I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. But uh, let's um, let's switch back. Let's get into into mindset a little bit. So, training mindset is huge. Yeah. For no matter what you're doing, no matter if you're a competitor, a hobbyist, or, or just trying to get into your to your health and fitness. Um, I kind of want to know what what's your mindset with training right now? Like, where where are you at as far as I know you train jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Um, you train at a gym down the street from your apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, what what's your mindset? What what motivates you? Um, different from what motivated me a few years ago when I when I when I was doing CrossFit. Um, I think now I I'm I'm really and this is something that you and I have chatted about before. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just. I just want to have fun. Yeah. I just want to make sure that I'm enjoying myself and not putting mm-hmm. any pressure on myself to um, do the things that I enjoy doing in in fitness. Um, and that falls into all categories of jujitsu, CrossFit, weightlifting, anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to make sure I'm having fun. And the moment I realize I don't want to do something, whether it's you know, I don't want to go. I don't want to go work out today, or I don't want to go do, do jujitsu today. Okay, why? Mm. Why? What? What makes me something that I enjoy doing so much? Why don't I? Why don't I want to go do it? Is it because I should listen to my body? If if that's mm. the answer, then yes. Okay, I'm gonna mm. listen to my body, and I'm what gonna. Does it feel like beat up or something? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna take care of myself. But it's something where I just feel lazy. Mm. Um, I think that's my mindset starts to shift where 
I just remind myself that, hey, you're doing this because it's fun, but also mm-hmm. it's really good for you. Right. Mentally as well. Not right. just physically, but mentally. Right. I, don't, I think if I didn't do some sort of fitness application, um, I, I have, I'd be in jail or something. I have no, I have no <laughs> idea. Like, I just need to stay busy. And um, there's a lot of things that go into um, making sure that I'm having fun with it. Mm. And so when it comes down to it, and if I'm just being lazy and I don't want to do it, I take a step back and it's like, okay, why don't I want to do it? Mm. I'm being lazy. Okay, suck it up. Right. 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 I like that. I'm I'm the same way right now. Um, I was never I was never pushing that competitive edge with my fitness. Really, I've done I've done competitions, but really just for fun. And almost when I have a competition set, like a weightlifting competition or something like that, I do get sucked into that. Almost like oh, I, everything is riding on this competition. That becomes like my number one thing yeah. I want to do. Um, oh. e- even in jujitsu, I'm like I'm starting to feel like okay, I want to not right now, but down the road, I want to like compete. Yeah, like. and also too. Um, I think, and this is something that we can chat about later because I could talk about this all night. Um, I think one big piece of having a good mindset is understanding what your purpose is for why you're mm-hmm. doing something, right? Um, I huge. I personally think that motivation is just bullshit. Sure. Like I don't think sure. I think motivation is just like. I mean, there's times where you can pull up a YouTube video and yep. and watch a 13-minute David Goggins yep. clipped-out YouTube video of him telling you to wake up at 5 a.m. and mm-hmm. go do this and that. Um, motivation fades. Mm-hmm. Motivation doesn't last, mm-hmm. no matter who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and what better to fall back on when your motivation lacks what is, is your purpose. Right. So I think understanding what your purpose is, mm-hmm. and it can be your purpose can be different for life, friends, family, fitness. You can have different purposes for all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but understanding what your purpose is is going to give you the mindset that you need in order to be successful in all avenues, not only just in fitness but in your life. So, Yeah, I like that a lot. I think knowing your why, knowing your purpose is so important. Um, I'm part of a coaching group for my business right now, mm-hmm. and a big part of uh, – what they started out with was because you because starting your own business is hard because business is hard in general they started out when the days get hard or when you get lazy like what's going to make you do the work if it's not motivation yeah sure it's your purpose yeah so if you don't have a really really solid why and you don't actually take some time to figure that out and they brought us through all these drills like okay why do you want this okay well why Okay, well, why? And they, and they had like the five whys drill. Bring it down to like, okay, this is what I really want. Yeah. And every time I have one of those days where I'm like, okay, um, I don't feel like doing this, um, they recommend doing this, this basically journaling, which I try to do every day. But, yeah. uh, but everything goes back. It's almost like a flow chart. Like if you flip a few pages back, it's a flow chart of like, okay, this is why I'm doing this. this it's almost is like why backwards it's planning. Exactly. It's 100% what it is. Yeah. It's 100% what it is. So that's really cool. Yeah. I, um, I've, I had a really cool conversation with, um, I wouldn't really call him a friend of mine, but someone I look up to, yeah. uh, that guy Jeff Nichols on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, I mean, I was lucky enough to pick his brain, and he broke purpose down to me in three different segments. Mm. It's purpose, process, love. Mm. Right? And I've said this to countless people before. Understood. 
but understand your purpose, mm-hmm. right? You, whoever's listening to this, if you like don't have a purpose, it, that's that's okay. Mm-hmm. So you 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 might not know what it is, mm-hmm. but you have one, mm-hmm. and it's not like you're gonna figure it out tomorrow. Right. right. It takes time to understand these things, and I'm not sitting here saying like oh, I got it all figured out because I don't. Right. I don't, and I think if you break it down and bucket it into those three channels of purpose, process, love, it kind of flows with each other. So, what's your purpose? Okay. Great. What's your process? Mm-hmm. How are you going to get from A to Z with your purpose? Love your purpose, mm-hmm. and then it starts to become like a flywheel, mm-hmm. right? I love my purpose. Okay, my purpose goes back to that process. Mm-hmm. Do I love it? Do I love the process? Great. Now it goes. So it's like a flywheel method, um, and it's really cool to look at it like that and understand it in that perspective. Because once you start to realize, okay, I have to fall in love with the process to enjoy my purpose, it almost goes backwards, right? Love, process, purpose instead of purpose, process, love. Say that again. It starts to go backwards, yeah. right? If you love the process. It's feeding your purpose. Ah. Uh, but yes. In order, it's purpose, process, love. But when you start to apply it, right, it goes backwards. Love, process, purpose, because you love the process. Right. The process is. The so, that you've so built for out. example, and tell me if I'm wrong on this. So for training, if you're someone who loves the process, you love training. That's awesome. Yeah. But what happens on those days where you don't want to train? You, I think that falls un, under the the purpose mm. segment. Right. Exactly. I mean, I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. The process segment. Yeah. Right. No one has no one has a straight linear progression in process. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Never. Up, down, circle, side, whatever it is. When, and and he explained it to me as well. When you start to, how did, how did he say it? When you start to forget your purpose Mm. and I might be botching this or you get too far away from your purpose when you get too far away from your purpose you have to look at that process again right right and then if you start to get away from the process Mm. you have to go back to loving what your purpose is right 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 so like I said it's that continuous flywheel method right Um, and and I think it's I think it's a great thing to follow and um, it, it, it's really great for having a mindset of of doing what you want to do because it feeds your purpose. Right. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, <coughs> for those who me. don't know, can you give a brief bio on who uh, Jeff Nichols is? Yeah, um, he was a guy. He was in the he was in the Navy, um, and now he is a, a personal trainer. Uh, he lives in Virginia Beach, I believe. Um, I don't personally know him. Yeah, yeah. I've just been fortunate enough to have a few conversations with him. But, yeah, he was in the Navy. Um, he uh, is now, at, like I mentioned, out in Virginia Beach. And, um, you know, he's a, he's he's if you've heard his story, he's been through it pretty much with, you know, drug addiction and mm. um, trying to commit suicide and things along those lines. And, mm. um, and then he's kind of completely changed yeah yeah those stories are always so motivational mm-hmm. someone like starting like from <coughs> from nothing and achieving something mm-hmm. I think that's with like 
my first thing that pops into my head is like hip hop culture. Everyone like that's all hip hop. Like oh, I started from nothing. Now I'm here. Yeah. Like even that song, like that yeah. song is like started from nothing. Now I'm here. But um, but that brings to my point because we've had this conversation bef- before, um, and going back to David Goggins, and I think I love David Goggins' book. I think it was motivational, of course. But a lot of times throughout the book, he says like, "Fuck motivation. It's not about motivation. Yeah. It's about dedication. It's about knowing your purpose, essentially." Um, and something you mentioned to me before was, um, I think someone was trying to motivate you at the time about how you yeah, like have to like go th- get back on the log, like go go through the hard shit, and then you'll like achieve this. Um, and you were kind of saying like, well, and then let me know if I'm wrong on this. You were kind of saying like, like I don't feel like I have to like. Let me give like a, a, a separate example, like scrub the floors, like. Um, I don't know at the gym to like hit this point here like that's not motivating for you mm-hmm. it's it's more of like okay i know where i want to be so i have to start here to get there exactly my like, purpose i don't is need this. to drop down here exactly. to get here i'm already here and i and i have a linear well in my mind a linear yeah. direction to my purpose <laughs> i know it's not going to be linear yeah. but um so that when you said that that made a lot of sense to me because i don't think a lot of people get that point of like if you know where you're at, you don't have to necessarily grind unnecessarily. Yeah. And uh, and put yourself like through hell for no reason almost. Yes, yeah, for sure. You know, so that I, that was big. I, I definitely wanted to mention that. Um, I had I had Goggins back on the log written down, mm-hmm. and uh, and I know that was that was a big point I wanted to hit. Um, switching gears just a little bit. I had one more point, but I think I forgot. I'll come back to it. Um, Tim Kennedy, another big mindset guy, another great podcast. Um, Oh, going back to my last point, the Jeff Nichols podcast that you had sent me is a a really good one. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably pretty easy to find on Spotify. It's on TNQ, just go on like Spotify and type in like TNQ, Jeff Nichols. Great mindset podcast. Um, Tim Tim Kennedy, another um, Navy SEAL? No. No? Okay. Uh, I think he was in the Army. Army? Okay. But but high up in the army, been been through it, been um, did his bit overseas. Um, um, he uh, he mentioned in a recent podcast about um, masculinity. Yeah. About how he doesn't feel, and I think this uh, ties into like toxic masculinity in a little way. Like you don't have to always be the big hard dude. He, he mentioned in his podcast, like, hey, listen, like, I'm a father, and I have daughters, and I'm not afraid to, like, have a tea party, mm-hmm. like, with my daughters and have that soft side, mm-hmm. but at the same time, if something were ever happened to my family, I'll, yeah. just, I'll be breaking bones. I'll, be, I'll get violent. Yeah. So I think that was a really cool dichotomy of, like, you can have both sides, and you don't have to always, like be extreme push 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 it's okay to have that balance of like okay be be a family man but also like have that in you to do what it takes yeah i mean dude when i was growing up someone very close to me always used to say to me you know the world has too many tough guys yeah like you don't have to be a tough guy yeah like the world has too many of them yeah (laughs) like you don't need to you don't need to try to be a tough guy you don't need to pretend to be someone you're not like Mm. i think um going back to that podcast that Tim was in just talking about like what you had mentioned like masculinity I Mm -hmm. think being a man is isn't like you don't have to be like 
you don't have to be like a violent person to be a man. Right. Right. You have to have a, like, if you have your values and you aren't afraid to be yourself and then you take care of the people around you and you, you can do those types of things. I think that's man enough right. to be that, right? You don't, you don't need to walk around with a S on your chest and, mm. you know, be threatening. Right. Right. And I think there's too many people that portray this tough guy mentality when at the end of the day it's like you're not a tough guy like you're not <laughs> right right you're not a tough guy and um it, like like yeah like the world is too many of them yes yeah, too many you know? of them <laughs> um another another point i wrote down that i wanted to talk about was uh of course green lights mm-hmm. matthew McConaughey. so a different view of this subject about mindset mm-hmm. that i really liked um, he off, he also offers up a nice dichotomy of like enjoy life, be in the moment, um, and and his journeys like kind of like having fun, mm-hmm. um, but also at a, at a key <coughs> moment me. in his book, um, he gets on the phone. He's uh, in school to be a lawyer, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, so the profession that his family had wanted him to be in, that he wanted himself to be in. Um, found the new passion and which kind of goes along with the whole thing like enjoy life if you have a passion go for it mm-hmm. um, and uh, calls his dad and expecting him to be like what the hell are you doing that's stupid blah blah, blah. calls his dad tells him what he tells him what he wants like hey I have a new passion I want to I want to pursue acting I want to pursue like arts and uh, his dad goes don't half ass it and I and at that point almost something like clicked in his brain mm-hmm. where he's like all right I'm gonna have fun with life but I'm gonna go 100% into this, and I'm like, I'm gonna give it all I got. Yeah. I'm gonna go a 100%. Um, so I thought that was a cool, like, you can have fun, but also when it comes time to put the work in, going back to your purpose, know, know your purposes, and go 100%. Yeah. Don't half-ass it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I thought that was another cool, uh, you know, you get a little bit of both sides, and it and it pairs up well. A little mm-hmm. yin and yang. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> um, Let's let's talk a little bit about uh, about habits. Okay. Habits are tough. I'm reading a book right now. I'm only probably like t- a ten minutes into the audio book, but uh, it's got me hooked right away. Atomic Habits. Have you read the book? Mm-hmm. Have you read it? I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be one of my next favorite ones already. Uh, and uh, it it talks about doing little things mm-hmm. so far. Um, any habits that you know that either that you want to work on or that you have like you have set like okay these these are things that have helped me get to this point yeah um i think the habit that i'm trying to work on the most and this is something that um i chatted with my buddy connor about and you and my my family is just being impeccable to your word i think fire (laughs) yeah i think um and i said this in a podcast before yeah if you say yes, do, do it. it. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I'm really trying to work hard on being impeccable to my word and following through on my actions. Mm. Um, it's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that phrase, like, actions speak louder than words. Right. It's true. Right. Um, but also let your words speak for your actions. Sure. Right? Like, sure. if you say something. Sure. I, like, I, I never heard that before. Yeah. I like that. If you say something, do it. Don't. Yeah. Don't. 
don't fall back on it. Like, it, it's as simple as like when I joke with Ruben, I'm like, I'll be, I'll be there tomorrow morning. Yeah. Jokingly. Yeah. yeah. I say it to him, but when I go home, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. fucking go. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Yeah. Um. In, in a way, like, not to interrupt you, but when, if you, if that becomes, because it's a goal of mine too, to like be like, a hundred percent my word. Mm-hmm. So it. And if I say something, I'm going to do something, and I end up not being able to do it, I always feel really bad. I get pissed. And I, Yeah, I get pissed. And I'll, like, I'll tell the person right away, like, hey, I'm sorry, like, this happened, like, whatever. An excuse, but, like, I mean, I'm not going to just blow them off. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it's made me be really careful about making commitments verbally, mm-hmm. too. Because if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. So it's also made me be careful, like, okay, if I say I'm going to do this thing, like... I have to do it, so I yeah. I need to make sure I don't commit like my, overcommit myself too. So it has it has almost changed the way I act and like the way I speak too. Yeah, and I think it's as simple as, hey, can you help me move? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah. I'll be there. I've I've done that a couple times recently. <coughs> I uh, someone's told me they're moving, and I've and I'm like, oh, I should offer to help them move, and I stop, I pause, I think mm-hmm. about it, I'm like. Am I gonna have the time to do that if they say yes? And yeah. I think about it for a few seconds. I said, I, I'm like, you know what? Yes, for this person, I'm gonna make the time. And I said, yeah. Hey, if you need me, I'm gonna, and they probably see that text and like, all right, fuck it, whatever. Like, yeah. But like, if if I say that, I mean it. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> I think know? I think that's the the best thing you can do is just be about your word, um, because one, it, it 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 lets other people know that you're reliable. Mm. And um, two, it gives you a sense of, I don't, what's the word I'm looking for? It gives you a sense of just like, Like self-respect, self-respect of just being like the person that you say you are going to be like, and being impeccable to your word isn't just, Hey, can you help me move? Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. Being impeccable to your word is also your self-talk. Yeah, like, I like that. I'm gonna be this. Yeah. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Okay, do it. Yeah. <laughs> and if right. You, and if you don't do it, then why? Right. right. Like you said, you're gonna do something. Like, man up. Yeah. Do it. Like, yeah. put your words into actions. Like, be that. Be about it. Right. right. Like I always say to you, just be about it. Be about um, it. And I think that's probably the one of the biggest habits I'm working on right now. Um, and then like there's like daily habits mm. that I I, I like I journal every day. Um, I write every day. That's a habit that I've been doing for a long time. Um, That's and, awesome. Yep. And then it's it's interesting too because it's not just like today I did this. Right. Like it's not it's actually nothing like that. Yeah. Um, like the other day I wrote about values for like two nice. hours. Nice. Just like, who am I? What are my values? What, what What's important to me? Who am I as a person? Who am I not? Who's important to me? Who's not important to me? Like, mm. what are my values? What have mm. I learned? Um, and as time goes on, you, you values start to change. Sure. Um, oh, yeah. You meet certain people that start to allow you to instill uh, values in you based off of you know their idiosyncrasies and what they're doing and things along those lines mm-hmm. and there's things that you can pick up but um, that that's I mean writing is a great habit of mine um, and then just going back to like fitness like making yeah. it a habit to make fitness a priority for me 
and again, that goes back to everything, jujitsu, basketball. Yeah. If I don't move, I get upset and yep. I get cranky and I get mad and I don't want to be like that. And yeah. So, What's the longest you've gone without <laughs> without uh, working out? Um, two days. Wow. Yeah. Like movement in general, movement. Like basketball, jujitsu. Like any any movement, like a day off where you don't do anything. Oh, I don't know, like two years. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> two three years. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm not at jujitsu, I'm at the gym. If I'm not at the gym, I'm playing basketball. If yeah. I'm not doing that, I'm. I mean, like. Stretching, going stretching. for a walk with Ace. Dude, I walk my dog like three times yeah, a day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I haven't not moved. Yeah. Actually, I haven't not moved probably since I was like fourteen. Yeah. Like. I'm not one. Every to, day. Yes. I'm Every not, day. I'm not yeah. one to just like sit in the couch and do nothing. Um, I'm. Uh, I'm just gonna take a note so I don't forget something. I have pretty bad ADD as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, one point I want to jump on right, right now with that. Um, challenges, like 30 day challenges and stuff like that. There's a, there's a ton of them all the time, and I think during the pandemic there was an explosion of them. I don't know if you noticed that. Mm-hmm. Like okay, 30 days, let's do pushups every day, and I was, I hate not completing challenges. I, I'm just something about me like I, it goes back to my word like I don't want to let myself down mm-hmm. um, we're on a really good challenge right now yeah. go to JC in the morning twice a week if you don't hit it you don't have no burpees yeah. <laughs> and um, and uh, if, I, if someone brings a challenge to me and I f- either feel like not drawn to it which I'm not going to do it or I feel like oh that's cool but I really don't think I'm going to I have too much going on I don't think I'm going to I think I'm gonna fail at that challenge. I do, like I don't want to do it, and I'll say no. So I know for, a perfect example. Yeah, the seventy-five hard. No. Is that what you're gonna say? I right, say it. Um, book. How to be the greatest salesman in the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. At the challenge, I fail that. Yeah, but I you did. you did extremely well with it. Yeah. But didn't but didn't hit the finish line. So yeah, no, I did not, and I was pissed. Mm. So, um, for those of you listening, there's this book called The Greatest Salesman in the World. It has nothing to do with sales. It's just ironic that I'm in sales for a career. <laughs> and um, the way the book goes, it's 10 scrolls, so basically 10 affirmations, about two, two, three pages long. Each affirmation is about two, three pages long. You read one affirmation every day, three times a day for 30 days before you move to the next one. And they're not long. No, there's like two, three pages. Yeah, so, so it takes you how long to read? Five minutes. Yeah. And um, I got to scroll five, and I, I, I made a bet with myself where um, the second I stopped doing my scrolls, I have to shave my head. And I have a buzz cut right now. I forgot. You told me that. I yeah, think. My hair was long, dude. Yeah. My hair I, was long. You told me that. And the second I fell on my word, yeah. I have to sacrifice something. I mean, obviously, it's not a big sacrifice because I don't care. Still, hair grows back. But still. Shave my head. And um, so I didn't miss a single scroll for the first two. Mm. So what is that? 60 days. Yeah. Three times a day, I read scroll one for 30 days, scroll two for 30 days. You could recite them by memory at the, at the time. You could recite them by memory. Yeah. The first one was I'll form good habits to become their slave. <laughs> the second one was I'll greet this day with love in my heart. Yep. And then... I got to the third and fourth scroll, and there would be times, like for example, I missed the third scroll twice. One, I fell asleep reading, mm. <laughs> and two, I just forgot to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fourth scroll, I, I same thing, I, I would forget sometimes, and then 
the reason I stopped was because I took a step back and I said, "Hey, I'm not committed to this." Yeah. I, I'm not. I don't want to start over. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to start over. I'm not. I'm not follow following through on my word of reading this 30 times a day. Like, I don't want to do it for two days, mm. miss a day. Yeah. Because I'll just be yeah. pissed. It's half-assing it. <laughs> exactly. I'll be pissed. Mm. So I just stop, shave my head. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna put you on the spot, but. Would you ever do that challenge again? Yes, I'm going to. Nice. I'm going to. Well, been, time is right. I've been thinking about it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stop coughing. I, I don't. I'm not sick. I swear. No, <laughs> COVID Delta. <laughs> I I've been thinking about it a lot. I, when that challenge came up, it was a perfect example. I was really really drawn to it. I'm like I would love to do that, but at the time I knew with the time I had like between work this that I'm like, I'm gonna fail at it. Yeah. And I have so much more free time now that I'm. I'm like that's one I'll be like okay I could do this now I yeah potentially could do this and I now. think I think I was so drawn to the book before because it found me at the right time yeah like it, it was a book that just like I was like oh my god this is this is great um, and then time went on and I started to like focus on other things and mm. it's it, it's when you think about it <laughs> it's an incredibly challenging challenge. Yeah. How many months does it take total? Ten. Ten months. I mean, five minute reads for three times a day mm-hmm. for ten months without missing. It's that's a very. I mean, the act is simple, but the just the con- duration of consistency is incredibly difficult. So I could see how if someone can complete that challenge. I mean, the the idea of it is if you if you are able to complete that challenge, like it's like life changing and mm-hmm. this and that. I could I could see that. To be perfectly honest, I mean, not dude, even from like what the scrolls say, but the ability to do that, I think, could potentially be life changing. Yeah, I think that that's I to me that seems like that's the power. I mean, in the moment of it, yeah, I like realized that I was making. <laughs> I was. You I was, were making <laughs> changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I woke up every day on <laughs> the second scroll, and I'm like, I love my life. Yeah, yeah. I still do, but like, yeah, I I, I realized it. Right. And then the first scroll. Form good habits become their slave. Yeah, I'm doing things that are forming good habits for me. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. I think that also goes a lot into like the things you you put in front of yourself in your environment, like kind of like bleed off into you yes. a little bit. So like for example, like since I've gotten into podcasting, this is my eleventh episode. Um, I'm re- I'm realizing that I couldn't have done it before now mm-hmm. because. Before now, I was working my home care job mm-hmm. 40 hours a week. So, and that was, I was just immersed in that life. So, anything I could talk about was probably like, hey, like, I have an example of this 80 year old person. And I know that I used to talk like that. Like, mm-hmm. hey, like, um, hey, Sam, like, I had, uh, you'll never guess what this 80 year old person did today. And that just doesn't resonate with kind of my, my true purpose of what I want to do. Yeah. So, and I think part of, part of the reason, um, podcasting has been going well for me is because I'm intentionally putting things in front of me in my day-to-day life that uh, that I can relate to I can talk talk about podcasts um, the gym going to different gyms um, recovery like my own fitness um, instead of just like working like a job that's extremely repetitive in a completely mm-hmm. different field all day mm-hmm. uh, and that's allowed me to, to kind of do what I'm doing I think with the podcast too one other point I wanted to make um, 
going back a little bit to what you said, that I wanted to bring this up about how you had that kind of internal conversation with yourself. Um, you brought it up twice so far. One about like what your purpose is. You're like, okay, t internal conversation. What is my purpose? And um, actually, I forget the second time you brought it up. But you had that internal conversation like, oh, um, about your word. Like, don't break your word. You had that internal conversation with yourself. Um, and I think that's important. And I can think of a relevant example that just happened to me tonight. Uh, we were rolling jujitsu, and it has never happened to me before. But I started getting really, really upset, like as you're we rolling. Cause at first I thought like, oh, like you're you're a much better jujitsu player than I am. You've been doing it for a, lo a lot longer. Um, and uh, obviously I'm working on my things. I got to work on. I'm working on defense. I know I'm working on what I know. But I, but I'm like, oh, he's like he's submitting me over and over and over again. I'm like, what? And I started getting really, really upset. Un unlike, and I've been doing it for a year now, unlike I, how I've gotten upset ever before, and I was like really pissed and like discouraged at the very end. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm like, and I'm having this conversation with myself, I'm like, why? I I'm feeling this way, and I'm not just gonna like let myself just feel this way. I'm like, why am I feeling this way? You know, and, and, I, and I think I kind of figured it out. I think, it, and I think I, I told you, I'm like, there was something in me that was like, I'm losing this fight, and like something internal, something primal was like, I'm getting angry. Like I'm losing. I'm losing this fight, and like there's something about it. So that's interesting. You mentioned like that internal like conversation, dude. I think um, self reflection is the most important thing someone yeah. can do, and that goes with everything. That's I mean that's personally for me. That's why I journal so much, mm. right? And that's what that's what I had said before. Hey, today I saw a dog. I, I don't. I don't. It's no. It's not like yeah, that. Yeah. Like. like Self-reflection is very, very important for everybody mm -hmm. because it gives you a sense of understanding who you are, mm. right? And, and and this goes like you can tie this to anything. Yeah, you can tie it to relationships. You can tie it to friendships. You can tie it to anything you want. Yeah. If you don't know who you are, how are you going to be someone else? How are you going to be someone for someone else? Yeah, right. If you can't understand who you are as a person, right? Like, who? How can you be something for someone else? Right. So, I think. Um, self-reflection is extremely important to yeah. be able to, you know, just pick yourself apart. No one, no one's gonna know. You're. It's no. an internal conversation, and like right. for a, for a really really long time, um, when I would journal or even just think to myself, it was almost yes, I was self-reflecting, but I was also giving myself excuses as to. Really? Hey, you know, this this didn't go good for you, but there was this happened and then that happened. It's like, no, fuck that. That's not true. Mm -hmm. Like, you didn't do this because you didn't do it. Right. Right? Like, don't be afraid to pick yourself apart mm. because you're the only person that truly understands you. Right. Right? Like, you're one of my best friends. I know you very well. You know yourself better than I know you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, right. so it's like if you can't have these hard conversations with yourself mm -hmm. and reflect on these things like you're never gonna progress personally yeah, yeah. ever because right. the more you start to feed yourself this internal bullshit mm. is the more the more you're gonna become someone that you don't want to be mm -hmm. right and so I think <laughs> being able to be honest with yourself is very 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 crucial in everyone's life because it's it's the only way you're truly gonna shape who you want to become yeah yeah I, I totally feel that 
Um, there's a there's a point I wanted to make that I don't want to lose it, so I'm gonna write it down. But that for the longest time, and you do you even did video journals. Yes. And I, and you got me into those too, like in the car, just turn the video camera on and just talk. And I never <laughs> I never I personally never. I look. I never look at my own videos. I never look. No. I try and I look at it. And I'm like, fuck. I but don't the know. but the fact that I know that I'm recording, it's almost like I'm having a conversation. I'm also on Facetime with myself. That's I mean, how it feels, dude. There's. T- <laughs> That's how it feels. There's times where, this is kind of embarrassing to admit, but there's times where I've been driving and I record and I fucking start crying. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I, I could pull a video on my phone <laughs> and be crying. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think. I'm just being honest. Totally. I'm just being honest with myself. Totally. No one has to see it. No one has to know it. Yeah. Maybe the government, the iCloud, watching my shit. <laughs> I have no idea. But mm-hmm. like, no one has to see that. Yeah. No one has to see my journal. Right. My dude journal, I call it. Like, right. no dude one's, journal. I like that. <laughs> no one's gonna see that. Right. Right. Um. And I think, yeah, just you know, being honest with yourself. Before you got me into doing the video journal, um. I had ne- I had never done that, yeah. never journaled, and I think it was a big uh, <laughs> it was a big detriment to my character mm-hmm. to my to my person, and for the reason you said like you got to have those like internal reflection with yourself, and for me I was kind of caught in just grind mode, like ever since I was ever since I feel like I started college. I had fun freshman and sophomore year and then junior year I decided I wanted to do PT and then like ever since junior year of college I was grind mode worked and like studied and that's it and like I almost think that <clears throat> if I didn't take a step back and self reflect a little bit which I have which I've done recently within the past few years that you almost don't know like what your your trajectory of life is just gonna go in a direction you might not even want it to go like if you're just like wake up work go to bed wake up work go to bed wake up work and, and never actually like have those conversations with yourself like self-reflection that, that type of thing um you might all of a sudden be like 30 years on the road and be like i don't want where my i don't want the life that i have right now i, I don't like like where this went i wish i did this i wish I did that i wish I did that so i think that's huge yeah i think that's really big um i think it's important for everyone to yeah um write their thoughts down yeah right yeah. i think that's crucial and it's not like you don't have to get like spiritual or anything i, I just if think you it's, want to you can yeah i just think it's important to like write down your ideas and mm-hmm. just understand who you are yeah you get like, dialed th- in there's some yourself. people like um i can think of plenty of people off the top of my head <laughs> that just Wake up, work, go to bed. Yeah. Wake up, work, go to the gym, go to bed. Wake right. up, work, go to the gym, go to bed. The rat race. And it's just like, great, you, you're you a successful person. Sure. You do well in life. Um, so if I were to ask you what your favorite thing about your life is, what would you say? Yeah. Oh, shit, I don't know. Yeah. Damn. Right. Right? The past 10 years. I mean, and, but, but the thing is, is don't get me wrong, like, being in that grind mode is good because it gets you sure. to, to where sure. you need to be. It's a flow state. <clears throat> exactly. And it gets you to where you need to be. And, you know, you can apply it to business. You can apply it to fitness. You can apply it to life, relationships, mm-hmm. whatever you want. But you also have to understand <clears throat> who you are. Yeah. Bring it back to what we said earlier. You have to take that little bit of time. It doesn't take long. 
you do in the car of like figuring out your why. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, dude, like, purpose. I just think, I don't know, <clears throat> on the way here on the train, I journal. Like, it's just yeah. like, I just think it's important. That's, that's awesome. Going, going back to what you said, because um, I don't, I don't want to just breeze over it about um, the crying on, on the journal. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, that's totally good. That's yeah. totally fine. After I completed my marathon, I cried. Yeah. I was completely alone. I was sitting on a bench, and I just broke down, and I didn't know why. And I had it, and it took me probably a few days to kind of really figure out like why did I. Like just something came over me that I was almost like a subliminal, sub, like subconscious that like just like I broke down, and um, and I still am not 100 percent why sure why it happened. It was it was again like tonight like it was almost like, it was something primal that came out with mm-hmm. like come out from me, and um, and it's I mean that's part of life. If you if you almost like suppress those feelings like you're not like you're not experiencing it fully mm-hmm. in a way you have to experience a little bit of everything. But one one more point that I that I wanted to bring up. Going back, that uh, that challenge, taking on challenges. Um, the challenge that I was asked to do recently was a 75 hard challenge. Have yeah. you heard of that one? Yeah. So, the th- the idea of that challenge is cool. I think it's I think it's like move every day, work out every day, or something like that. Um, my, journaling might be one of the things. It's it's work out twice a day, read 10 pages, no alcohol, follow a diet. Yeah. And all of those things were, I'm like, okay, I could easily do this challenge right now, no problem. And I don't have a drinking problem, but I don't, I don't want to. And I, and I preface that, I preface that truthfully, I try to preface that honestly. I don't want to deprive. I don't want to not drink. I don't want to deprive myself of having a beer with a friend for 75 days, like, like having a time like this, or like. Or like being out with my family, dude. Like I know. Going out I, I know, like, I know. Why would I deprive myself? I know of that? a kid that works at First Form. Yeah. And I went to school with him, and uh, he's so up Annie Frisella's ass. It's just like Is that the uh, the owner, the guy who it's did like, it. Dude, yeah. Give it a fucking rest. Yeah. Like, give give it a break. Like relax. Yeah. And, and, and it's cool because that gives you a sense of purpose. It helps you understand. Yeah, yeah. And get a sense of purpose, but it's just like. Like no one gives a shit that you're doing it. If that's what it takes, <laughs> if that's what you want to do, fine. Yeah. But for me, like I'm like I don't I don't need to do that. Yeah. I feel like I have better balance actually if I do have a drink once in a while. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> like, know, like, and the people that do do it, they want everyone to know that they're doing it. Yeah. Like yeah. no, I I promise, no one gives a shit. <laughs> Everyone's so worried about themselves. Yeah. I did hot yoga yesterday. <laughs> nice, nice. And the instructor. I'm trying so hard not to cough. The instructor um, came over to me and my roommate, and she was like, hey. She said something, and it kind of stuck with me. Maybe because I fell in love with her. But <laughs> Was it in Southie? Yes. Uh... She comes over, and she was like, hey, don't be afraid to fall or fail. No one's watching you. Everyone's focused on themselves. Okay. I, looked it up, I looked up at her, and I'm like, I said two things. One, I love you. <laughs> and and two, I was just like, cool. And then my whole mindset just shifted. I don't, I didn't care if people were looking at me. Like I, I didn't give a shit. Yeah. But like, the whole aspect of me being like, you know what? No one gives it. No one cares. Yeah. No one cares if I fall. No one cares if I yeah. can't hold the tree. Po- no one cares. Right. Because everyone's so focused on themselves. Right. And I think that goes back to a bunch of different things in life, like. Mm-hmm. 
do the 75 hard great i don't care yeah i don't give a shit yeah you don't care right it's i'm i'm proud of you for doing that and i'm proud right. of you for accomplishing right. it and, and setting a goal and doing that but like just suffer in silence like just shut up and do it <laughs> nice and I, and I and i want to highlight that like if if you're listening and you're doing the challenge like i i am i'm proud of you but at the same time like if you're someone like probably your, your buddy who's like almost to the point where he's like bragging about it maybe not even bragging is the right word but like he put over publishing it yes might be a better term it's just like all right buddy like that's fine mm-hmm. that's cool that's great but that's not even that's not for me yeah <laughs> like and um i totally agree with you like i enjoy drinking yeah i enjoy it in moderation and exactly. sometimes in excess <laughs> exactly i enjoy going out with my friends yeah i enjoy having a beer during this podcast i enjoy drinking Miller light with you yeah and where's that sponsorship yeah right <laughs> i enjoy drinking a beer with you and talking and shooting the shit like i don't want to not do that i don't want to yeah. go out with my friends and be like hey i'm good yeah no for me like i want to be involved like i want to enjoy my time and going out and having a beer with my buddies like i i like doing that like there's there's times where it's like I know I shouldn't be drinking so I don't drink mm. on like a Tuesday night. Sure, sure, sure. But if it's like Friday, yeah. And my buddy's like, "Hey, it's six o'clock. Want to grab want to go grab dinner and a beer?" I'm like, "Yeah, I do." Yeah, right. I do right. because I enjoy it, <laughs> and I like being around people, and I like um just being able to chop it up talk about whatever mm-hmm. and just cheers a beer every now and then you know what i mean Absolutely. like i think that's fun and um that's that's why i don't want to be yeah that and that's and, uh, and i want to point out too like that's me and you we're yeah. already like we've uh, it could always be better but i feel like we've already found pretty good balance as far as like fitness and lifestyle so we can enjoy a beer and it won't go like out of control but i guess if somebody like really needs like a kick in the ass yeah. and they need to get on their shit about like a healthy lifestyle then yeah maybe this would be a really good challenge for you but i don't know i'm just not drawn to it yeah <laughs> i'm like, not drawn to it like get out of my face with that like <laughs> please um all right i hit, i'm on to make sure i talk about both of those so um let's let's move on just a little bit to uh more in the weeds of working out Mm-hmm. Um, how do you know when you're in the gym when to push it and when to kind of hold back a little bit? Um, okay, I think there's two different avenues. Take, let's start with group class. Sure. I think the best rate of return you can get in fitness is intensity. Sure. Intensity Absolutely. is... Intensity equals results. Mm-hmm. It's a proven fact. So a basic example, are you going to do like 10, 10 squats, just regular, or could you do them like extremely intensity and get a lot, I'll get a lot more, the same weight even. Sure, yeah. or let's take, let's, let's take it a step back. Yeah. Say me and you are two completely different athletes, mm-hmm. right? You can squat 315 pounds for 10 reps. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can only squat 135 pounds for 10 reps. For the record, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to throw 315 on the bar 
for 10 when I know one, my form's gonna suck, two, I can't mm -hmm. do it, and three, I'm probably gonna hurt myself, or am I gonna st stick to my means, stick mm -hmm. to what, I'm, what I can do, mm -hmm. relative intensity, Sure. is what I should have said, Sure. And, and just perform that the best that I can, but still do the same amount of reps. Yes. Right, I think that is, quote unquote, when you should push it in a workout. A group class is a great way to up your intensity because there's people around. Everyone, it's going what you. It's primal. Everyone wants to compete. Mm. If you don't want to compete, you're lying to yourself. <laughs> Everyone has a competitive nature in them, whether it's work, fitness, mm -hmm. anything. Um, so I think when you should up the what what would you call it before? When when should you push and when should yeah. you hold back? I think you should push when you know that it's relative to your intensity level. Mm. I think you should hold back when you're trying to do something that you know you can't do properly mm -hmm. and just be able to execute. Mm -hmm. um, I think CrossFit's a great example of yeah, that. totally. <laughs> Where, like I said, going back going back to a workout, like if I can't do push-ups, okay, I'm gonna do push-ups on my knees. Yeah. I'm gonna get the same, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get the same result. Sure. Because I'm doing it by means of what I can do, I'm just gonna work a little harder. Right. Um, and pushing back or taking a step back, I think that's when you're. And Cross is also another great example <laughs> of when you should take a step back. Yeah. When people snatch and they can't do the weight and mm -hmm. their form sucks and they mm -hmm. get hurt. Okay. But the adrenaline's pumping. <coughs> yeah. The competitive nature's there. Yeah, like like ditch your ego. Do means of what you can do, mm -hmm. and you'll get the results you want. Yeah. And I say, dude, I say it to people all the time. My friend PJ, for example. I'm going to put him on blast right now. <laughs> shout out PJ. <laughs> yeah, shout out PJ. He does, in the same day, title boxing. Then he'll go to Planet Fitness. And then he'll go back to title. And he'll go back to Planet Fitness. I'm like, bro, that's stupid. <laughs> You're wasting your time. I'm like, you're wasting your time. Yeah. Exactly. He's like, why? I'm like, just work harder when you work out. Stop staring at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> Stop doing bicep curls. And resting two minutes. Like, yes. Yeah. Like, just up the intensity and you'll get the results you want in less time than having to go to the gym for six hours a day. Yeah. Now, granted, there's some people like professional CrossFit athletes and professional bodybuilders right. that need to be in the gym because it's their job. Right. But for the average person, like me, like you, like PJ, just up the intensity relative to you results are going to show you're going to mm -hmm. see the results quicker if you work harder mm -hmm. simple as that and we'll talk about PJ for a second um, how's his consistency he shows up yeah he shows up yeah. but like every time I'm with him he's like oh my shoulder hurts or like okay. oh like I'm hurt I'm okay. like dude so that's going to cause you to decrease yeah your ability to actually put in work at the exactly gym. I'm like man you don't have to you don't have to do all these things. Right. Go to the gym for an hour a day. Yeah, exactly. What's like, better, an hour a day for a year of good workouts or four hours a day of kind of like half-injured workouts? Exactly. You know? And like, like um, Jared mm -hmm. goes to the gym for 45 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. He's in great shape. Who was Jared talking about? Minsloff, Jaybird. Cool. He's in great shape. Yeah. He looks great. Mm -hmm. He probably feels great. Yeah. He's athletic. And like, he just works hard. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying PJ doesn't work hard. That's not what I'm saying. Right, right. But he just like, just it needs to work smarter. Yes, that's all it is. Exactly. I like it. Going back to what you said about 
if you don't have uh, that competitive nature, you're lying. It's 100%. I think everyone's competitive, yeah. dude. Everyone. <laughs> In the CrossFit workout just this week, um, there's a guy, um, I love him, Dave, was right in front of me on the on the air bike. It was a workout of uh, air bike, burpees, and um, push press. And uh, we're, we're pretty closely matched in fitness. And I was literally watching his calories every, throughout the entire workout on the bike. Yeah. And I told him afterwards, he's like, oh, that was a good workout. I'm like, yeah, you pushed me, dude. I was watching your cal- – I was looking at your monitor the entire time because yeah. I was trying to kill you. <laughs> I think – so going back to it, that's one aspect of when you should push, when you should let back. Yep. And let's talk about being in the gym by yourself. Cool. Um, I think when you should push, again, is with that intensity level, what's relative to you, et cetera. But also, too, that's when you start to fall back on your purpose. Mm. Right? Sure. What's my purpose? In fitness. Yeah. I want to lose 30 pounds, right? Right. Okay. Is this going to get me closer to losing 30 pounds or is this going to get me closer to losing 30 pounds? Okay, let's go this way. Right. Um, I don't think people listen to their bodies enough. Sure. I, I really don't. Um, I think people... F- feel that they need to just like just kick hard like, like just like just <laughs> go balls to the wall all the time and just redline yeah that's a great output of intensity yeah but like there's a certain level of it yeah which is like when it goes back to that relative point um but i think when you're by yourself when you should start to push back is when you start to oh this doesn't feel right or right this does like uh, i don't i don't my body hurts. It's a bit easier, I think, when you're by yourself. Yeah, and like, oh my... Well, also, too, it's easier to quit when you're by yourself. Exactly. It's easier yeah. to quit. It's easier to have that internal there's voice. A, there's a there's a take... Um, there's a give and take, too. Yeah, it's easier to have that internal voice. Be like, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. this sucks. Like, take my time at Reebok, for example. Yep. I've never worked so hard in my life. Yeah. Because I was with people that are better than me. Right. Significantly better than me. Right. I st- stuck to what I knew. Mm-hmm. I got really fit, mm-hmm. but I did it how I should be doing it. Right. Like, I'm not going to push press 400 pounds like Dylan Pettit. You know what I mean? Right. It's not ever going to happen. <laughs> like, for most people. <laughs> yeah. For, yeah. For, like, 95% of the yeah. population. That's an ins- insane number. And so, um, I think when you're by yourself, being in a group setting is great. And I think people that are just starting to get into working out should, should really sign up for a class. Yep. Um, and if you start to lose your motivation, start to sign up for classes. Yeah, I like that. Um, I like that. Again, I just said motivation. I'm kind of pissed that I just said that. But <laughs> if you start to like lose your sense of understanding what you want, mm-hmm. do some group classes. Yeah. That'll motivate you again. It will. It's going to motivate you. Motivation short term, like I mentioned mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. But it's going to start to feed back into that purpose. Right. So... Um, I say it to everyone, like, "Hey, I, I, I don't want really, I don't really want to go to the gym." Blah blah blah. It's like, okay, do some group classes. Yeah, you'll work harder. I promise. Yeah. you'll meet people. Yeah, they'll hold you accountable. Yeah, and that'll be motivation too. Exactly, and I think um, that translates well to being able to work out by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I personally enjoy working out by myself mm. um, because I like to challenge my self-talk. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was doing CrossFit, mm-hmm. and I was at Invictus. I remember I would like be in the gym on Saturday by myself. It's like 90 degrees outside. And I remember being on the rower, like thinking like, oh, I have to do a 5,000 meter row. I'm only going to do 3,500. It's like, oh, how bad do you want it? Yeah. Like how much, how important is what you want? How important is that? That that brings me to another good question. Stop being a bitch. Yeah. 
how when is it okay to you have the workout written and then change it mid workout? Be like, okay, I know this was written, but I'm gonna change it. Um, um, you know, because there's, there's a couple different aspects going on there. There's a few examples. Let's say you have a time cap. Yep. And the reps are just too high for the time cap. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say you're not fit enough. Yeah. To perform the prescribed reps, but maybe you overprogrammed. Yeah. Overprogramming is real. Yeah. Everyone does it, right? Um, for example, on the way here, hey Matt, let's do eight by eight minute rounds. I know, and I said to you, I'm like. 64 minutes I'm like shit, shit you're right okay <laughs> what did we end up doing how many rounds uh six six minute rounds yeah okay um but right yeah yeah six yeah. six minute rounds yeah. um with two minute rest break 30 seconds so i think when you can like in a workout or something where it's programmed take a step back i think if it's like a time gap yeah um if it's weights and you start to realize that like hey I'm doing DT I'm supposed to be 155 mm. I have to do singles on the push press okay maybe let's do 135 yeah right yeah um, I think time workouts are a good example of when you can take a step back and be like okay maybe I should change to this I've done it plenty of time I yeah. still do it yeah um, yeah but there's also times where... Like on the rower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where it's like, I can do this. Right. I'm supposed to do this in, in, in X amount of time. I'm just being a baby. Right. Like, stop. And knowing when it's different between I'm being a baby and I'm actually deviating yes. from this from the stimulus that the workout is trying to find. Yes. Me. Stimulus is the, is the right word. Yeah. Stimulus is the proper word. Right. Um, and I think just like understanding and having that self dialogue with yourself of like what's realistic versus like what's just maybe you maybe making you like feel sorry for yourself mm. um, because a lot of people feel sorry for themselves when they work out yeah everyone does it it's <laughs> yeah it happens all the time yeah me that internal day. voice makes you want to quit sometimes exactly <laughs> um, and if you're in a workout and you're realizing that you want to stop because you're feeling sorry for yourself yeah Get over it. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Right. And you'll be happier that you did. Right. I like that. There's a workout I did. Um, actually, it was today. And I, I always like to ask the coach um, if the, what the RX is. Like, let's say, for example, the workout I was had, I had to do, um, it, was a, it was a version of Jackie, Power Jackie. 1,000 meter row, um, 50 burpees over bar, and uh, 135 pound power cleans, 30 of them. And so I asked the coach, I'm like, do you think I should do 135? He's like, no, nah, honestly, you should, be, you should do 115. He's like, I want you to be able to do sets of five. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's a, that's a stimulus. That's what I should do. <laughs> What's also interesting, which is another good example, is I put the wrong weight on for the bar by accident, and I went over him to him. I already, I already done five reps. I'm like, it felt really heavy. I just realized I put 135 on the bar. He's like, you look good. Go for it. I'm like, all right, here we yeah. go. I guess I'm doing it. There's times you just got to send it. But yeah. Like, <laughs> There's also times like yesterday. Yeah. I was doing jujitsu and my left shoulder is like all messed up. Yeah. And it just it, like really hurt. Like if I was like posting up to like get up to my shoulder, like it just like hurt. Like I couldn't really use it. Yeah. And I went over to the wall and I was like sitting there and Ruben's like, "Are you done?" I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah. And he's like, "Why?" I'm like, "My shoulder." He's like, "Just roll with one arm." Yeah. Or just like go slow. I'm like, "No." No. I'm good. I'm like, "No." Yeah. I'm not. Right. He's like, "Why?" I'm like, "Cause I don't I don't want to get hurt." Yeah. 
like I'm listening. I'm 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 aware that something's wrong with me. Right. Right. Like it's not one of those things where it's like, oh, push through it. Right. I do. I'm not, I'm not in fucking buds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like <laughs> you don't have to like potentially injure yourself yeah. to get to this. Exactly. It's yeah. like, <laughs> am I happy that I didn't roll? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you were better off. You could roll today. Exactly. And yeah. it's like, yeah. I deal with that a lot with PT clients because people have injuries going on, and I always tell them. Because you don't ever know what's going to happen halfway through a Metcon, halfway through a workout. And I tell them, like, listen, this is the prescribed workout. This is what you're going to do. But have a plan B or an exit plan to know that put your ego to the side. You don't have to do this workout from start to finish. Yeah. You can pull out. That's okay. Don't let your ego tell you you can't. You can change the workout mid-workout. That's okay. Obviously, try to, like, set it up so you don't have to do that. But if it, if it comes to it, like – Stop the workout, change the workout, modify it, change the weight. Like, don't let your ego say, okay, I'm going to push through to the end. If there's something like that going on where it's like, not I'm being a baby, but it's like, okay, this is potentially damaging. <laughs> well, that's why I loved coaching CrossFit. Yeah. It's like, okay, we're going to do a workout. It's five rounds, whatever, whatever. There's 10 pull-ups in it. Yeah. I can't do pull-ups. I'm going to try it, though. It's like, no, you're not. No. You can do jumping pull-ups. Yeah. You can do pull-ups with a band. Right. You're going to do push press. Right. You're you're gonna do lap pull something. Yeah. You're gonna get the same stimulus. Trust me. It's gonna be relative to what you can do. Right. Take a step back. Check the ego. Do what you need to do. Ego's a killer. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's uh let's switch gears slightly. Um, another another workout topic, and uh, interested to hear your take on it. Um, Olympic lifts. Mm-hmm. Technique versus strength. What's more important? Yeah, when um, when do you feel that uh, one takes over, and then you need to focus on one versus the other? When you start to, I think technique obviously is first and foremost is most important. They yep. teach this at like level one. Yeah. Came in with PVC pipe. I'm not going to put a barbell on your back. Right. People get pissed. Mm-hmm. I want to squat. I came here to work out, and it's like, okay, let's do it right first. Mm-hmm. Right. Here's the hard truth. You can't squat right. Let's fix it. Yeah. Right. You right. don't say it like that, but it's just <laughs> like, hey, like. <clears throat> you're when you squat like your heels lift up and right you know like we're not going to load it and reinforce that pattern but I think I might do, I think I might do better if I had weight in the bar it's like mm-mm <laughs> you know what let's this PVC pipe show me an air squat yeah right yeah. Um, I think the one time to push strength over technique is when you know how to perform the movement mm. properly. Mm-hmm. A snatch. Take, let's take a snatch, for example. Yeah. You know how to snatch properly. You know the yeah. movement, right? There's times where you just have to go for it. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not sure. I'm not too sure on when that time is versus, like, the technique aspect of it. But there are times it's where it's just like, you know, like, just do it. You, yeah. have, to, you have to just try it. It's time. It's time, yeah. It's time to try it. And that was something that i hated about you when we always did olympic lifts is you, I, I you never ever ever went like past what you were used to doing yeah i'm like hey matt let's you, you look great 185 looks great let's try 205 like ah <laughs> i'm like why you're like well i'm like just do it do it yeah i think <laughs> when when it comes down to being able to properly perform the movement and you know you can mm-hmm. i think you have to give yourself a chance. Yeah. To 
add strength to that portion. Now, my follow-up question to that, and I, I agree with you there, is what about gymnastics work? <clears throat> when does, let's say, someone being able to perform like a ring muscle-up, does it become like a strength or a technique issue? Technique. Yeah, technique is the first and foremost. Again, same mm-hmm. thing. Same thing. I mean, you need strength. You have to build the strength to get there. Yeah. But you have to do it right. Yeah, you got to know how to do it. Exactly. Nice. Cool. That was an easy one. <laughs> um, let's let's skip ahead a little bit. Um, are you a meditator? Um, my my mind doesn't move that slow. It's tough. My brain can't move that it's slow. Tough. Like in yoga yesterday, I'm like, my 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 brain was just. <laughs> I I have a lot of trouble with it. Part of um, one of the routines that my uh, my coaching group encourages to do is like a a morning meditation, and it can be for a minute. Lay lay down on the floor, close your eyes for a minute. Try to just silence your thoughts. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Um, I'm not. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not great at doing that. I do it once in a while, and um, I like it. And some people swear by it. Um, well, everyone has different forms of meditation. True. Mine's jujitsu. True. True. Yeah. That's mine. Yeah. That's the only time. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. It's the only time where my mind just slows down. Yeah. And when I and when I write and journal, but like. Very true. My mind's also it's moving, moving it's from moving. thinking. Yeah. When I do jujitsu, I'm just very like. Okay. Right. I'm calm. And, like, it's funny because I have, like, a 200-pound man trying to rip my arm off. <laughs> but it's just, like, it's the only time. Be calm. It's the only time during the day where I'm truly just, like, I've also been, I've always been the type of person when everything starts to get, like, super chaotic. I'm always, I'm always very, very calm. It's good. Um, but I think, I think meditation's great. It's a great time to self-reflect and do these things. I true form of meditation like <laughs> I can't my brain yeah. doesn't move like that yeah. but like man I tell you when, I, when I'm doing jujitsu and I'm rolling I'm just like I'm just very zen I'm very calm I'm very calm and I'm very quiet and I'm just like I don't know if you know what to say but when we're rolling the entire time my eyes are closed right like right my eyes probably open my eyes but like wait wait, wait. the entire time your eyes are closed pretty much really yeah I'm just feeling. Wow. I mean, there's times where my eyes are open if yeah. I'm like trying to like perform right. a move or something. But like, right. if I have you in guard or if I have you in closed guard, like for the most part, if I can have all four of my limbs on you, you know, yeah, I just kind of know where my body needs to be. That's incredible. That's I'm telling you, cool. it's the only time every day where I'm just very just like, okay, I'm calm. Wow. I'm chill. And I leave and. And that's why I like doing jujitsu at night. I, I don't really like doing it in the morning. One because I just don't really like to wake up. Yeah. Like early. <clears throat> yeah. I really like I really like my sleep. And um, but two like after I'm done with jujitsu, it's like I ride my longboard there every day, mm. and I just I just feel it like 
when I'm riding my longboard home at night, it's actually a beautiful. You've done it with me. It's mm. a beautiful ride. It's like that's a form of meditation. Yeah. Well, for sure. That, that's like for me. It's like the longboarding, the snowboarding, your, your the surfing. Your mind is off. Yeah. Your like, mind is completely off. Yeah. Like when we go snowboarding and surfing and longboarding, it's like it's very calm for me. Mm. Um, but jiu-jitsu is like a different animal. You almost now that you say that, you almost can't. It's impossible to get distracted when you're longboarding, or snowboarding. Your your almost mind can't really wander or like or yeah like because surfing. You're, you're just yeah. doing you're just doing one thing yeah or like when you're surfing like for example yeah. like when i'm <laughs> trying to paddle and catch a wave That's i'm it. not thinking about my girlfriend there's nothing you know what i mean i'm not thinking mind. about yeah i'm not thinking about homework right i'm not thinking about my job right, right? i'm not thinking about any of that shit i'm thinking right. about i'm gonna catch, catch this wave. goddamn wave yeah <laughs> yeah right yeah and so i think like going back to what i said after jujitsu at night, I'm just very just like, wow. Mm. And and Ruben always thinks I'm mad because every time I'm done rolling, I kind of just like turn my back to everyone and just kind of like sit there for a second. Yeah. And um, he'll always text me. He's like, why'd you leave so angry? <laughs> so I'm just quiet. Yeah. Because I'm just like, I'm just chill. Right. And um, like every this every time we're done rolling, and I did it today, I just laid down. Yeah. I'm just like, I just laid there and I'm just like, okay. Yeah. I'm chill. And, like, it, it carries on for the rest of the night. So then when I get into bed, my my mind is just, like, at ease. And I'm just calm. And I'm just collected. And mm. I'm just, like, just... And that's my favorite time to just journal. Yeah. I because, like that. And, and it's great because I'm on the longboard ride home, dude. I can just... It's, it's probably one of the only times... And I try really hard to do this, like, throughout the day. But consciously it's the only time where i'm really appreciating where i am right like when i'm longboarding and i'm going over the bridge you can just see the entire city i'm just like oh, wow this is beautiful yeah and on the way there i'm like gotta get gotta get there gotta get there right you right. know and like when i'm snowboarding like and i said it to you when me and Vinny hiked up the mountain and we went down that was one of the first times where and i'm still working on it yeah that was one of the first times where i just sat there and and i remember i looked at you and i was like that was awesome. Yeah. I remember, I remember sitting there like in the slush, like where people are just like stomping through with their skis and they're bored. I'm just like sitting there in the slush, just like looking around. I'm like, just taking it all in. This is great. And I, yeah. and I pulled my phone out and I wrote about it. What did, <clears throat> is that when we were on the tower? Or yeah. Or below the tower? No, that was when we were at the on bottom the of the mountain. Oh, you said something to me <laughs> at that point. I said, I look, I look at you and I was like, that was fucking awesome. Did you say this is where I'm supposed to be right now? Yes. I think you said that. I, that I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. I, yeah, I did say that. <laughs> so some of the next topics I want to go over are potentially rapid fire topics, but mm-hmm. who knows? Um, Peaceful market. Great. I thought you were going to ask about breakfast sandwich or something. Um, massage. You ever gotten one? Do you like them? Yeah, I think they're awesome. Yeah. Again, my mind kind of moves a million miles an hour and I get one. Yeah. But they feel good. Yeah. I go one today. <laughs> and i that's probably the reason it popped into my head. But this plays back on meditation. Like, I felt like my mind was off during it, which was probably different from you. I felt like I was just, like, off, shut down, and the person was just doing that thing. It was very, very, like – and it, you know what popped into my head? I'm like, I, I understand, like, the blood flow, the soft tissue yeah. benefits from it. But what popped into my head is, like, you know what could potentially be even more of an impactful uh, benefit to this is 
it allows people who are go 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 for for weeks months to just literally stop for an hour and just relax yeah i've got i've gotten a few massages um funny story i I almost i wouldn't say the word for me after massage is zen i would Mm. say it's delusional Oh, yeah. I feel pretty 100%. goddamn delusional. Almost like you're hallucinating slightly. <laughs> yeah. Um, one time I was getting a massage at the Bodhi Spa. Nice. <laughs> and, uh, Newport? Yeah. Cool. And um, No, actually, this was in Punta Cana. Okay. I, I, was getting, All right. I was getting a massage, and it was me, my girlfriend at the time, at, yep. a, at the table across from me. Couples massage. Yes. Which I personally, <laughs> side point, I don't understand the point of. No. <laughs> and... Um, <clears throat> I remember like sitting there and I was she, she was like uh, massaging my back yeah and like rubbing my back and my leg and like my uh, hamstrings and stuff yeah and I was so like tapped out yeah she she said like flip over and I stood up <laughs> <laughs> no way no fucking way I stood up oh hold on and hold on. uh you, and you stood up I stood up and uh ass naked <laughs> like did you say get up or turn over? My, th- my thing's out. I'm like standing there. Dude, what the fuck? My, my, my thing's out. I'm like standing there. And uh, the lady looks at me. And Leah's like, no, 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 no. Yo, on your stomach. I'm like, oh, I'm on your I'm like, oh, my God. But she laughing? <laughs> the lady's looking at me like, what the hell are you doing? Why are you standing up right I'm now? I'm like standing there butt naked. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that was the funny. <laughs> that was a funny massage. Bro, that's and funny. Um, yeah, I, and I was like delusional. Yeah, I had no idea what the hell I was. Yeah, it's like waking up in like in a, in a different room. You were almost like, like in hypnosis. Yeah, you ever woken up in a different room and being like you fell asleep on the couch? You woke up in your room. You're like, the fuck oh yeah, here? oh yeah. I got a funny story about that in a second, but but like yeah, dude, I I stood up. Yeah, I was ready to go. This is actually almost not related, but I don't know why it popped into my head. Um, but yeah, I love massages. But to, to your point, um, I was a freshman in college, so obviously we'd, we'd go out and benders, drink a lot. And um, this one particular night, we we drank extra heavy. And um, I was hanging on my friends on his couch. And um, that's the last thing I remember. I, was, I think I went to bed. I woke up. I woke up in my own bed, with my clothes on from the night before. I'm like, all right, cool. I woke up, really bad headache. I walked down the hallway, and a friend who I do not remember hanging out with last night was like, "Hey, you puked on my couch, bro." I'm like, I'm like, dude, it wasn't me. I was at this other guy's apartment. Like, it wasn't me. Like, like, no. He's like, no, you puked on my couch. I'm like, dude, it wasn't me. I wasn't in your room. Pulls out his phone of a picture of me. Laying on his couch with puke on I'm like, oh, I guess it was me, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah. But if you didn't see that picture, like, that was, yeah. but I don't know why it popped into my head. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, let's, let's hit just a couple more topics here and then, uh, and then we'll wrap it up. Um, ice bath. Oh. <laughs> I have a good story. But All right. I love the ice bath. Okay. Love it. I was first introduced to it in college mm-hmm. for basketball. No, Dylan. Yeah, prep school. But, like, we would sit in for, like, 30 seconds and get out. Mm. And it was like, this sucks. Uh, your yeah. balls shrivel up. You're like, oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> um, 
I was recent, well, not, not recently. I was in Florida in October of last year. That's when I gave you COVID. Yep. Thank you. Thank you for that gift. Yep. My mom. <laughs> I got. I. I was a super spreader. And um, I went to go visit Ken, and I was like, at the time, you know what happened. I was very distraught and down and out, and I was sad, and I was being a baby, and um, I got to Pensacola, and Ken's like. We're gonna go do jujitsu, typical Ken shit, jujitsu, cross it, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I just bought this ice bath. I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm getting inside that. It's 33 degrees yeah. of moving water. Yeah. You're sick. I'm not getting in that. It's like, dude, get in the fucking ice bath. I'm like, right, I'll do 30 seconds. I get in, in the first video, I have it on my phone. I'm like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, relax, relax, like, stay calm. I get out, Ken gets in for like 10 minutes. Oh my just God. like, straight chilling. Yeah. Just talking to me, texting, change, yeah. playing music. We're just talking. I'm like, Something not you're not right. Yeah, you're you're something's wrong with you. Yeah, and um, again the next day I'm like I'm gonna do a minute. Did a minute. The next day, I'm gonna do two minutes. And then, I didn't do two minutes. I did like a minute and thirty seconds. Yeah. And uh, for some reason I was pissed. Yeah. I was like really mad. I I didn't succeed. So you couldn't do it. Yeah, that I didn't do it. Yeah. Not that I couldn't do it. That I didn't do it. Right, right, right. And I didn't express it to yeah. anyone. Yeah. It was. I was just like, what the? I was like, I remember being in the shower and like, I was like, in Am a. Am I just a weak person? I was. I remember being in the shower and it was like steaming hot. I'm like, oh, this feels so good. Then all of a sudden I'm like, wait a fucking second. Yeah. What? Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> Hell no. And so I went to bed. I woke up the next morning, and Ken and Kaylee were sleeping, and I hopped in the ice bath for four minutes. I just laid there. I just sat there. And um, I remember being in the shower afterwards, and I remember calling my mom after I got out of the shower. I'm in the shower, and I'm like, oh, like I'm like proud of myself. Yeah, yeah. Like I got like the self-esteem. I call my mom. She's like, hey, what's up? I'm like, I didn't say hi. Yeah. I said, mom. She goes, well, I go, you can do anything you put your mind to. Wow. And she was like, what? I was like, I'll call you back. And I just hung up. Yeah. And I didn't call her back. <laughs> but. And then now I went to Pensacola and like, or I just recently went and I got in the ice bath and I'm just like, I get in there, I'm chilling for like five minutes. Yeah. Um, that's just a side note. I think that was a really like cool like moment in my life where a lot of shit felt like everything was turned upside down for me. Sure. Where in that moment I was like, you know, you can do anything you put your mind to. Yeah. And that was a cool moment for me. But I love ice baths. I think they're great. I think... Um, when you mix ice bath with like a, a sauna, yeah. I think that fire and ice type of combo. type of combination is, is, is really is really beneficial. Yeah. Not only just physical, but like mental. Oh, 100%. I think ice bath is like, Joe Rogan just did like a 20 minute ice bath. Which is incredible. He sat in the ice bath for 20 minutes and like I watched the entire 20 minutes. Wow. I just sat there and watched it. Kind of feel like a weirdo. <laughs> but like I watched the entire thing. Was he and talking during it? No. You just sat there. Just dead quiet with his arms crossed like this. No and way. I, and I remember just like watching the video and there's times where he starts like like shaking like vigorously and like yeah. breathing heavy then all of a sudden he's like Calm. and like remember we did the little ice bath the shower yeah. challenge yeah I remember um, mine was interrupted by a 102 degree fever yeah like so not to be weird <laughs> not to be weird we would send each other videos yeah yeah of yeah, us in the yeah. Ice bath. waist up waist up waist up of course sometimes mine were full body but um, I remember you, you sent me the video and I'm like, just control your breathing. Yeah. And you started doing, you're like, 
Oh shit. Yeah. And Wim so off, I, Wim off. yeah, and I think being in the ice bath and being able to control your breathing is a very subconscious pivotal moment where you're telling your mind that everything's okay and that you can do it. Yeah. Compared to what's happening in the physical. I like it. I like that. And I'm I'm a big fan. Yeah. Um there's obvious, I've done the research, there's obvious physical benefits to it. Like scientifically, there's a, there's a lot of adaptations that can happen to your body. Um, but I think also, as the, the more you do it, not only does your body kind of adapt to it, but your mind adapts to it too. Yeah. You're, able, you're able to accomplish more. You like almost like flex that mental muscle of like, okay, yeah. I'm strong. Like I, can, I can do longer and longer here. We did the cold showers. Because we didn't have an ice bath, obviously. That was and worse, though. Cold showers, like even Ken said, like that could potentially be worse. We did it in the winter. Mm-hmm. We measured the water temperature. What was it like, forty-five degrees? Yeah, remember like when um, you and I were on Facetime? Yeah, I didn't do it, and I was laying in bed, and I was like, "Fuck it." Yeah, and I got up. And, <laughs> and then the night I came down with COVID. You're like, "Why are you doing it?" I'm like, "Dude, I have a hundred and two degree fever. I can't do it." Like, Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Like you should be an ice bag. You could cool down. <laughs> <laughs> we all, I almost made it thirty days. We're we were like I on think, day like twenty or something. No, like dude, we we're on day like five. No way, yeah. dude. We were we were deep in that challenge. Want to do it again? Yeah, I'm down for that. Hear that? I'm down for thirty days. Yeah. Starting at tonight. Starting at tonight. Yeah. Or tomorrow morning. Whatever I'll do you want. Tomorrow morning. All right. Starting at what what time? Building. Huh? Starting at, starting at what? Thirty seconds? No, minute. Starting a minute. Yeah. Build ten seconds each day. We should do it. Where at the thirty days, you're taking a full shower, ice cold. Just no heat. Just straight. You wash your body in ice cold water. <laughs> okay, so we'll have to do the math on that to see what that what's a, what's an average shower five. For me, shit minutes? like thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about that one. You heard it, though. Yeah, challenge. you heard it here first. Okay, this is going to come out in, what, like a few weeks? This will come out in, like, five weeks. Damn, I'm on the wait list. Yeah. It's, it's August 6th. Yeah. So by the time this comes out, it'll be the end of our challenge a week after. And we'll we'll say if it happened or so not. So September 6th. Yeah. We just cheers in our light. You know what that means. It's official. Mm-hmm. Starting tomorrow, I'm in it. But what better way to do it? We can do it together. <laughs> we can save water. We can just do it together. Hey, it'll feel good in the summertime. I think it'll be a little better than the wintertime. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. So it is 11 p.m. here in uh, the uh, standard time of Providence, Rhode Island. So I think we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, man. Uh, hey, another great conversation. I have a ton of more bullet points I want to go over. So I'll do it again soon. You got anything good? <laughs> uh a lot of just different like recovery like techniques and stuff we can preview Let's maybe see. for the next time. Foam rolling. Foam rolling, stretching, warm This up, is like your down. avenue. Ice bath, cupping, Sauna, needling. Cupping, needling. When to see a chiropractor, PT. When to go to urgent care. Every day. <laughs> Sleep. A lot. Um, whether to compete or train for health and fitness. How do okay. you know what's the right choice? Okay. Uh, how do you find balance in competition? Mm-hmm. Do you need balance? Is balance real? No. <laughs> easy, easy. Yeah, if you want to compete, balance goes myths. out the window. Um, biggest miss in CrossFit. Anything you want to hit to end it off? Or? 
Biggest myth. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Jesus. It's that Delta variant. I'm not sick. Uh, biggest myths in CrossFit. Um, you are not going to be a professional CrossFit athlete. <laughs> nor will you probably ever will be. That's 0.1% of the population. Yeah, it's just statistics, my man. Um, the biggest myth in CrossFit is you... What, let me think. What's the biggest myth, myth in CrossFit? This is for... I have two. Okay. This one's for females. Okay. That want to do CrossFit, but they don't want to look like Catherine Davis' daughter. You're not going to look like Catherine yeah. Davis' daughter. Trust me. Yes. Trust. <laughs> trust. Like, you're not going to look like that. Trust. Unless you want to. But, like, if you do CrossFit for an hour a day... I'd, I'd argue even if you wanted to, you're still not going to that. If you want to do crosses for an hour a day, you're not going to grow 15-inch biceps. Um, and then another big myth in CrossFit is you you don't need to um, you don't need to go boss the ball mm. to get results. Yep. Find relative intensity, which we chatted about. I like that because that's a big public perception. Like, yeah. it, um, it's too hard. Oh, actually, a great myth in CrossFit. It's bad for you. Not yeah. true. I think, and for anyone listening to this, please argue with me. My number's 401-374-9624. Oh! CrossFit is the most effective fitness platform in the world. Mm-hmm. 100%. The myth. I, uh... The myth. I, I would... I tend to... Hold on. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Hold on. The myth is that CrossFit is bad for you. Sure. CrossFit is the best rate of return you can get in your fitness... Mm-hmm. Fitness. I'm not. I don't. I'm not talking about like big chest, big arms. I'm talking yeah. fitness, health, right. well-being. Right. It's the greatest rate of return that you can get on your fitness compared to any other platform out there. Yeah. Any. I. Uh, I do not think. I'm 90% sure there's no studies that have been done on that. But if I were to guess, if they studied any other form of fitness. And they took every health measure, BMI, blood markers, body fat, blood pressure, and compared CrossFit, someone just going to CrossFit versus any other term of fitness over a year-long period, I think CrossFit would be the well, best. Well, look at the yeah. sick, well-fit continuum. Right. Right? Level one. Yeah. <laughs> look at that. Yeah. Look at what CrossFit's done for people that are sick right. with type 2 diabetes. Yep. Things like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Eat meats, vegetables, nuts, seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar. Yeah follow that methodology you go from six from sick to well to fit mm-hmm. the fastest mm-hmm. and most effective and most safe yeah thank you for having me on brother you got it man we'll do it again soon Os. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was-